I'm Joe Reed. I have Robin Witten with me. She is the founder of Audiophile Magazine. And today, Robin, we have a drum roll. We do. We do. It's our thousandth episode of Behind the Mic. Hooray for us. Yay. Yes. But how amazing is that? 1,000 podcast episodes. Oh, my God. It is amazing to me. I just can't believe it. When we started, we were... Okay, why don't we try this? Well, you you talk about it because this was your brainstorm. This was your child. It it was pretty much like that. Why don't we try this, Joe? And we tried a couple different things. You know, we tried reading reviews as a podcast. That didn't really work. And then I think we kind of settled on, well, let's just talk about an audiobook that we want to recommend to someone. Right. I mean, talk about audiobooks the way we talk about audiobooks when we're not recording ourselves. Yeah. And then you turn on the mic and look what we get. It's amazing. (laughs) And plus, there are all the bonus episodes. That's right. We have almost 50 bonus episodes, which for some people who've been with us know that those are long episodes that are interviews, usually with one specific author or narrator. And boy, have we done some great interviews. You have done such some great interviews. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> Do you have any favorites of the bonus episodes? We could be here all day because there are probably 48 favorites. <laughs> but, you know, I was very excited because we started with LeVar Burton. I loved Adriana Trigiani's interview when she was talking about her literacy project. She was so excited and and she had a way of, you know, communicating that so well to us and getting everybody else excited. Oh, we've talked to Jim Dale. We talked to Dirk Maggs. That was a <gasps> who was the producer of The Sandman with Neil Gaiman. So talented and so funny. Yes. Oh, there are so many that have each bring such character to the interview. So which ones are your favorites, though? The same thing. It's really hard. It's like picking your favorite children. But right now, I will speak for today. Alfred Molina, because like uh, Dirk Maggs, he is charming and funny. And he made the character of Poirot in Murder on the Links really likable for the first time. and. His background in radio and his, you know, his combination, his parentage of being Spanish and Italian, which gave him such facility with accents. He was just wonderful. And his great, great love for audio. Davina Porter, who, of course, does the Outlander series, among 8 million other books. And she's a golden voice. I loved the way she spelled out her process of getting to the heart of a character in her narration. She's so thoughtful about it and is really, really curious about it. She just keeps following threads. And then January Lavoie. I love her as a narrator, but I love talking to her about her extraordinary love of books and how that really comes to the fore when she's narrating. And her great reading of the Diviners, Libba Bray's book, and how she came to the characters in that. But the thing that all three of these great narrators have in common, with many of the others, I don't mean to imply that this isn't the case, but they're all 
wonderfully articulate about the audience and who it is that they're narrating for, the great respect they have for the people who listen to their books and the sense of they owe them something, you know, that they and they bring that. That's what really impressed me about these three. Well, I completely agree with you. And, you know, each one of the interviews has such great personality. But because you're just you've just mentioned how each of the authors or narrators or author narrators really respect their audience. I I think we should uh, mention the interview with Jason Reynolds because he addresses his young audience so articulately and talks about how he sees himself in his role to his audience. Well, why don't we hear a little now? What are we going to hear? This is from my interview? It is. Is that what you picked? It is. Yes. So this is Jason Reynolds. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's listen. Uh, somebody asked me recently, like, what do you like? What, where do you see yourself in that as an adult in this position? And my job is to be a beacon. I'm the lighthouse. You look for me when you want to know which way to go. But my job isn't to be the captain of the ship. Right. That's your job. Right. My job is to sort of make sure that you can be the captain and make sure that you are trained to be the captain, make sure that you know how to steer a ship. But then after that, my job is to become the lighthouse to say, here I am. If you need me, if you are looking for the light, look this way. But you got to steer this ship. You got to be the captain. Right. And I think we have as adults, we have a really hard time with that sometimes. But I think it's what's necessary in order for us to move forward. Dr. King was it was a young, young man. And all of our revolutionaries and world changers have been very young people. You know, honestly, when he was talking about this, I was almost in tears because he ended up giving me such hope. It was extraordinary. I think so. And that's why listeners of all ages and interests are so inspired by him. Absolutely. So it was a great treat to have him among the many others that we've talked to. And we have more in store. I mean, and not to mention the 952 audiobooks we talk about. (laughs) That's extraordinary. And our wonderful contributors. I mean, you know, without you, without Alan Minskoff, Emily Connolly, Sandy Henschel, and Michelle Cobb. And then, of course, there was also Jonathan Smith, who was there at the beginning. And then Brian Price a little bit. It's a team, I think, that really works well together. And everybody has such separate interests. People are going off in in different directions, and I think that's great. So we really get such a wide range of books for contributors to talk about. And it's also a wide range of ways of talking about the books. All our little different twists and quirks, and as well as our interests in certain audiobook subjects, right? Yes, exactly. Like we know, Michelle is not a great fan of the author who reads the audiobook. (laughs) I mean, we know that. And we know I am not a fan of science fiction or anything that's really violent or hurts animals. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I'm usually talking about mysteries. so Which always makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> Alan likes to talk about food and traveling, and Emily is great with children's books, and we get reviews from her kids. <laughs> and and Sandy loves literature, so it really is lovely. We think that this format of being very short, just talking about one title at a time, really works. It certainly works for us. Yeah, it does. And I have to give uh, just a couple of more shout-outs since it's our thousandth show, and that is... 
Jennifer Dell, who's the editor and, and really helps compile things. This is not possible without her or without the producer, Jessica Lockhart, who saves us every week. Indeed. Everyone has a big yeah. role in this. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Robin, it's been a pleasure for a thousand episodes. For a thousand episodes, Joe. It was great. Okay. Here's to us. And more. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Naxos Audiobooks. Listen to Leon Nixon's Audiophile Earphones award-winning performance of My Bondage and My Freedom by Frederick Douglass. In My Bondage and My Freedom, Douglass lays bare his story, illuminating the plight of slaves, the overwhelming prejudice of the time, and the dignity and determination that led to his emancipation. You can get this at NaxosAudiobooks.com. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.